Hey folks, welcome to the Teacher's Lounge, HubSpot's podcast for the Education Partner Program. I'm your host, Isaac Moshi. Today we're going to be doing something completely new on the podcast, speaking with a recent graduate. Cody Ferguson graduated from Ohio University in 2016 with a degree in marketing and a special focus on social media studies. I'm going to let him tell you the rest of the story himself. Welcome, Cody. Thanks, Isaac. I'm very honored to be here, and I really appreciate you uh, asking me to be on the podcast. Yeah, it's great to have you here, and we actually met, God, a couple years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you want to run through what your experience was that kind of brought us together. Yeah, so uh, I graduated from Ohio University back in May 2016, and uh, I was marketing communication student, didn't really know what I wanted to do, and ended up taking a, a class called Marketing 4300, Digital Marketing and Sales Strategies. Uh, taught by a man named Nate Riggs, who um, you listeners may be familiar with in previous episodes, and uh, took the course, uh, immediately fell in love with HubSpot and inbound marketing, and knew that's what I wanted to do with my career. Fast forward here a couple years later, I, I've been able to you know, meet all the awesome folks at HubSpot, including Isaac, and um, I think you spoke at one of our, our conferences about Yeah, a year the ago. Ohio Inbound Marketing. Yeah. And, um, so when you were in town, just being able to really connect with you, you know, talk about the education partner program and all of its uh, great benefits, and and just continue this relationship. And I've I've really enjoyed, you know, being kind of a part of it in you know three major stages, just as one as being a student going through it, uh, and then you know being able to be a TA in that class too the following semester, kind of seeing the flip side of that as from a professor's perspective, but then also being a professional and really using those skills and, and content that I learn in this program um, every day. Can you break down that actual course? What did you do in Nate's course? I know he was on the podcast and he talked yeah. about it a little bit, but it'd be cool to hear from the student's perspective. Yeah, sure. So oddly enough, when I took it, it was a very different course than the following semester of when I was a TA. And we weren't able to use HubSpot software. Um, we use WordPress actually. Mm-hmm. and. We learned how to write blog posts, learned about SEO, um, read Brian and Darmesh's book um, to really learn about the core methodology behind inbound marketing, learn all the core concepts. Um, and I always tell you know students that come and talk to me and as well as you know just friends and um, professors, when I took that class, I literally learned so much more. Uh, it just resonated with me so well and, and I knew that's what I wanted to do with, with my career. Um, and for me, I ended up looking at it as a way to differentiate myself um, because it was somewhat of a new concept. You know, employers are seeking graduates with these types of skills. And so I kind of just took that mindset and ran with it. I think it's interesting that you mentioned the first iteration of this course used WordPress and then the second iteration used right. HubSpot. Have you found that the software is pretty interoperable? Like once you learn one of them, it applies to the others. Yeah, and uh, actually, in my role uh, currently, um, where I'm at with uh, you know an integrated marketing agency, we use everything from Oracle to SharpSpring to Marketo to Acton, um, and being able to learn those core concepts uh, with starting off with WordPress, my very first time taking the class, but then also as a TA the following semester, it was almost like I was able to relearn that content all over again, um, and it was cool because there was different pieces of content that had been added prior to when, after I had taken the class. So like I said, it was, it was like learning the content all over again. 
and then also being able to teach other students that content too. Um, and you know the old adage of if you can teach your grandmother how to do something, then <laughs> you really know how to do it. Um, it was kind of like that, being able to teach students and show them, hey, I was in your seat a semester ago. Now I'm teaching you this content. You can do the same thing. Um, and I think that just learning the core concepts, learning you know, how to function within the software, it definitely has helped me in my role now, being able to function in you know, the enterprise level platforms like Oracle and Marketo, because they're all trying to almost accomplish the same thing. It's just, how are their products different? How are their functionalities different? Um, and that really has helped me kind of navigate my way through each of those tools. You talk about that foundation, and it sounds like one of them is understanding a software, right? getting your hands dirty, understanding how to take a strategy and apply it and implement it using software. Right. What do you think are some of those other core principles that when you look around, you think are essential for a new graduate heading out into the working world to know to be successful in digital marketing? Really what I recommend when students come and talk to me, just if they're trying to network with me or if they wanna just, I've had people reach out just to set up phone calls just to kind of pick my brain. And everything I tell them is be curious because the way that the industry has changed, the way that the industry is now, where it's going, it's constantly evolving, it's constantly changing and you always have to be on your toes. So be curious, learn about all the different platforms that are out there, just enough to be dangerous, just to have a base level knowledge of, you know, what is Hotjar? How can it help websites, you know, improve their usability or improve their customer experience? Um, what are all the different marketing platforms out there? And just be able to speak to those points, whether uh, it's in an interview, whether your employer comes to you and says, hey, here's our options. What do you recommend for this client or what do you recommend uh, that we do? Um, and then the last thing that I tell them is having basic level HTML and CSS knowledge, I think is critical because we live in a digital world. Uh, a lot of these platforms you know, have the ability to build you know, custom templates, uh, custom HTML, CSS landing pages. So just having a little bit of basic knowledge of what the structure and framework of a page or an email looks like, uh, just enough, like I said, to be dangerous because that's just gonna give you one more edge in interviews, in your first job out of college. Um, so just really soaking everything up like a sponge, I think is, is, is a good starting point. It sounds like you had a pretty special experience working with Nate. I'm curious if you look at your whole experience, uh, getting a degree in marketing, special focus on social media studies, where do you think the curriculum that you went through excelled and what were some of the things that you wished you had learned heading out into the working world? Um, I think just covering a solid baseline of getting students toes wet in different areas. So a little bit of business strategy, a little bit of um, marketing strategy, a little bit of digital. Uh, I think it did a really good job of that, of just providing a solid base layer. Leaving school, do you feel like you had a good understanding of all the different types of jobs that existed within the marketing field? I think on a base level, yes. But I, I was fortunate enough to recognize early on that I wanted to go the agency route. Um, I wanted to work on the more of the creative side of marketing, but not every student is like that. They don't figure it out. Yeah, I was gonna say, some, what about the, the students that didn't know? And so they had to kind of either piece it together, like, yeah. what about your peers? Do you think they knew? Um, I, I think some did, some did not. And 
I think where the gap can be filled in there is I think there's two things that students really need when it comes to either having some sort of idea of what they want to do or no idea at all. And uh, first, it's really showing students these are your options. It's it's not about hey here's you're going to get this marketing degree you could go do this you could go do this you're getting a marketing degree this is where the industry is at this is where you're going to have the most potential and opportunity to be successful and grow. Any ideas for how professors can show students or help them find their passion? Sure, um, I I know when I was in school I, I always got excited when professors had business businesses either local businesses or you know people they have in their networks that they know of actually come into class and provide case studies or tell us just a little bit about their companies uh, what opportunities they have or being able to connect you know business problems that they're having that the content that we're learning can help solve and connecting those two i think that is a great opportunity to get students excited about hey you're learning this content and one to two years you can use this content to help businesses either solve their problems or reach their goals or you know maintain their day-to-day uh, you know, projects or tasks or, or what have you. Um, I think that always helps get students you know, motivated, excited that we're not just sitting here reading a textbook, we're actually learning content that is really gonna make a difference in businesses, you know, bottom line or success. One of the biggest concerns that professors have is I don't wanna teach my students just on HubSpot and you can take the word HubSpot out and put any platform. I don't want to teach my students just on Salesforce. I don't want to teach my students just on Hootsuite or, or whatever it is. I want to give them a breadth of experience. Do you think that's a founded concern? I, I see where they're coming from with that concern, but I think the biggest asset for why I was able, I'm successful in my role now is because I learned that basic core methodology. Uh, I learned, you know, Con- the basis of content marketing. I learned uh, a little bit of strategy. I learned how you know one of the best automate automation tools functions and all of their products and uh, different functionalities. And I learned a little bit of email marketing, marketing automation, and combining all of that stuff together. That has allowed me to you know navigate different platforms like the Oracles and the Marketos. Because so once you learned one, you didn't find it too hard to learn another. No, it's just figuring out how they function in their own way. Now that you've told us a little bit about uh, your school and what you learned, what what was your career like? So you, you graduated, you had your ma- uh, your marketing degree, you had your social media focus. Where'd you go? What'd you do? So while I was in my last semester of school, I interned with Professor Nate Riggs' agency. He, he owns an agency called NR Media Group. Interned there for about six months. Uh, and then I was fortunate enough to go full time with the agency when I graduated because I had already built up that base level knowledge. I had been functioning within the platform doing real client work for six months. And then it was kind of, you know, a no brainer on both sides. You know, granted, it was a, an opportunity for their agency to grow and hire more people. Uh, but it was a great, you know, opportunity for me too, just to kind of slide right into full time. Obviously, there was new things that I had to learn about processes and whatnot. but. I didn't have to spend six months or eight months, you know, building up my knowledge base of inbound marketing, HubSpot. Uh, I could just kind of hit the ground running. Uh, so I was there for about a year, and then I recently made a change to a bigger agency in Columbus, uh, and I've been there for about eight months. 
and we pretty much use every platform on the market depending on our clients needs goals uh, and as we just discussed just having that base level knowledge and going through the HubSpot education partner program has really allowed me to thrive in my role now that's cool so you got your foundation can you give us two or three examples of things that you've learned since you've been out of school definitely the first one that popped right into my mind is more html and css knowledge our process we have a full in-house digital team they obviously you know develop templates and emails from scratch but then our automation team has to take those templates and put them into the marketing automation platforms so sometimes that code needs a little adjustments mm -hmm. um, here and there so building up just different tidbits of html knowledge um, how to style images, how to style pages, uh, has definitely, I've definitely grown a lot in that area. I think the next thing is just more of a soft skill and that's continuing to be a self-starter because mm -hmm. coming in, I had no experience with Marketo, I had no experience with uh, Oracle, and it was pretty intimidating at first, but just you know, pushing on, continuing to just use what I learned in school, what I learned in you know, the digital marketing course, uh, and taking different tidbits of that content and applying them to my role in, you know, oh, I have to do this, it's probably in this area of the platform, or, um, you know, taking this content, putting it in this platform, and just being able to function and, and check off daily tasks for our clients and, and help them, you know, close more customers. What do you think it takes to differentiate yourself in this new era of marketing and sales? It's moving really fast. Yeah. What, what would you tell a student or maybe a professor that wants their students to succeed? I think the first thing is you have to find something that you're really passionate about because if the passion isn't there, then you, you're not going to be as motivated and as excited about the opportunities that lie ahead. So I think passion is at the core of it all. I was really passionate about digital marketing. I was really passionate about HubSpot. What, what was the thing where you were like, okay? It just made sense. The whole inbound methodology and how today's consumer is completely different than you know, the consumer 20 years ago. And it's crazy that some businesses are still trying to reach that consumer that was 20 years ago, but their consumer they don't today- exist anymore. They, right. they, they are a different type of consumer. Exactly, and it just made sense of, you know, this is the methodology that is gonna get you there. Great content, relevant content, content that your customers are searching for. Um, that's the time that we live in today. So it just was, I think it was very time appropriate and the, the day and age that we're living in is, is matched with the inbound methodology and how companies reach their customers. Yeah, one of the things that I think is so cool, you mentioned you're gonna be a judge in Nate's uh, course. Yeah. I want you to tell us a little bit more about that process of being a judge because I think it's really instructive for professors on just how important it is to pull your alumni back in and to build yep. a course in a way that allows the people who have gone on to be successful to be uh, an example and kind of be a mentor. That's that's something I think is super interesting and something that any professor could pull from. Yeah. So I don't know if you could just talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of give some context. so. All semester long, students are working on you know different areas of inbound marketing. So one, a couple weeks they'll learn about automation. A couple weeks uh, they'll learn about you know email marketing. The beginning they work, they learn the foundation of buyer personas. So all semester long that builds up to a final project. Nate has 
decided to bring in you know real professionals who use this software or similar softwares every day in their jobs. And that's a great opportunity for uh, students to get in front of real employers, real professionals, showcase what they've been working on all semester long, uh, and also network as well. I think, like you said, pulling in alumni who came up through the course or uh, are working in a career similar to the type of content that they learn uh, is just a great proving point as to the students, hey, you're learning it now. This could be you in one to two to three years. I think that is critical because students get so caught up in, oh, I have this exam, I have to study, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But when they see you know, a kid like myself who is 24 years old coming back into the class only on the opposite side of the fence as a judge, I think that gets them excited and helps them see the big picture. And I think it's a very easy thing to implement into you know, really any course is just providing opportunities for students to uh, see different perspectives and also get excited and see like, hey, that could be me in two years. Having talked to professors, that is this thread of the ones that seem to have the most engaging courses is that they make their network, whether it's their alumni, their mm -hmm. business contacts, their students' opportunity. And instead of saying, oh, why couldn't my students be more engaged with X, Y, or Z? It's let me give them the, the full act. They almost turn their classroom into a platform. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Nate's done a really good job of that and Absolutely. seeing all of his alumni go out. Absolutely. Yeah. And makes it, yeah, it's very interesting. You know, when I took the course, it was 30 students. Um, and the semester that I was able to TA it doubled to about 70, 75 wow. students. It was really cool to just see, you know, they're super passionate about it and they're super excited about it. Um, I will say this, it, it's a one night class for yeah. three and a half, two and a half, three hours. And you know students are passionate when they're coming to a course on Thursday night from 6.30 to you know, yeah. 8.30. Uh, you know that the content's right and that they're excited and passionate about what they're learning. So it's definitely cool to see that. And it's, it's just cool to see them being as, as passionate, if not more passionate, as I was coming up through the program. How does that feel for you to be on the other side? It's almost like a breath of fresh air that I'm really applying skills and knowledge that I learned in college every single day. But then also, like you said, being on the opposite side of the fence and having that perspective of these kids don't know what they're learning or the opportunities that they have. And sometimes it just needs, they just need a little bit of pushing or motivation and it's, it's just a great opportunity for them. Have any of them come up to you or connected with you afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have, you know, a few students, I would say, a year per year since I've graduated, just kind of reach out, uh, whether it's over LinkedIn or social media, just wanting to uh, wanting to connect. Even professors have connected me with students. Hey, this student's interested in a, in a career in advertising or mark, digital marketing. Uh, would you be interested in just talking to them? And, and I'm always more than willing because I always had respect and enjoyed people that would give me their time and kind of tell me how they got to where they are, and I. I always want to be able to provide that to students coming through um, through college. I don't know if you have this answer. What would a professor look for to find more students like you? 
you know, that are willing. <laughs> no, seriously, that are willing to, because that's going to be the question on every professor's mind as they're listening to this. Is okay, this sounds nice that Cody's interested in giving back and that he understands yeah. that. Uh, but not every student is like that. Sure. Uh, so what? I mean, first you have to create the opportunity mm-hmm. for your alumni to come back and engage. But then, what are you, what are you looking for? I think professors are, are, they know how to identify students who are bright and have great opportunities ahead of them. So I think just being able to capitalize and kind of follow closely where those students end up mm-hmm. um, is a good opportunity. Once you follow, you know, once you see where, you know, students you had one to two years ago, where they've ended up, um, just finding different ways to integrate them into your class, whether it's a Skype call for 30 minutes um, every couple weeks with a different student or uh, the final project opportunity or, you know, whether your school has some sort of uh, um, marketing conference or, um, I know at OU we had a marketing day every semester. It's one day every semester and different uh, professionals come in and we have like a different lineup of speakers. Whether your school has uh, something like that, just finding different ways to integrate students who went up through your course and who are really thriving in their first or second job out of college will just give students another perspective of, hey, that's gonna be me in one to two years if I just stay the course uh, and really follow what I'm passionate about. Another thing is students, they're, college students today, they're, they're smart enough to know I have to do everything I can if I wanna you know, land my dream job out of college. I can't just have a good resume and get through four years of college. I have to do everything that I can, network with the right people and follow and interact with the companies that I'm interested in. I'm gonna back up to what you said. You mentioned something about the resume. Is that not enough anymore? I mean, what, what else do you need? For me, it, it was always about making the right connections. I always had you know, the three to four to five companies that I was interested in working for. I would you know, stay up to date on company news, uh, any events that they may have been having, I would always follow along with. If they were ever on campus, I would be sure to you know, go network with uh, their employers or their employees. And I think uh, just being able to have an idea of the types of companies that you wanna work for, identifying if you know any contacts or making connections at those companies. Um, and then the last thing that I always like to tell students is, make sure that you understand why you want to work for the companies. Your morals and your values and you know what you want out of a company culture has to match you know exactly, if not close enough to how the company is aligned from a culture perspective. And I think that's something that students don't always think about. They're just concerned with getting that job right out of college, being able to pay off that debt. Well, because there is not just the debt, but the the peer pressure and the anxiety exactly. of that person got a job, that yeah. person got a job. Absolutely. Oh, it's, shit, like what What am I going to do? And so they rush into something. Absolutely. But how, do you, how do you counteract that? Aligning your passion with opportunities that you can see your, where you can see yourself in one to two years and working every day to become closer to that goal. So whether that's, like I said, attending events, making connections at that company, almost you know, envision yourself as part of that company and how employees would function from a day-to-day basis. 
Well, I think we're wrapping up our time here. So just wanted to say thanks for stopping in. And I really appreciate you having me on. It's, it's an honor to, to be on the show. And I'm really excited about uh, the future of inbound marketing and um, you know, every student that's learning it now. I'm actually jealous. I wish I could go back and relearn everything. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity. And um, I think you know, it's only going to continue to get better. Cool. Any final words of advice while you're on here? You've got your platform for professors <laughs> in building building experiences for their students that are really going to help them differentiate yeah. themselves and launch their careers. I think the the last tidbit is just this is from a from a from a college student like myself or college graduate, I should say, being two years out. This is where the industry is, and this is where it's going. And this is where you know marketing, sales, entrepreneurship students are going to have to have these skills. Employers demand them. Not only do they demand them, but it's it's where these students are going to have the opportunity to be most successful. Teaching them, teaching them these skills, this content um, will show them, hey, this is something that I can be super passionate about and have opportunity after graduation. All right, thanks again, Cody. Uh, to wrap up here, this has been the Teacher's Lounge HubSpot's podcast for the Education Partner Program. The Education Partner Program provides colleges and university professors with everything they need to teach leading courses in marketing, sales, entrepreneurship, and communication. That's software, resources, and a community of professors all for free. Until next time, folks. <laughs>